Good morning, everyone. Morning, everyone. Good to see you. Uh, you can sit down now. Thank you. <laughs> well, today, what a celebration already we've had with dedications of Jesse, Isabel, and Oliver. And what makes it even more special is the fact that it's Mother's Day. Now, as Mike has already said, it can be difficult and painful for some people on a day like today. So for some, some of us, including myself, we've lost our mums. And so it can be quite painful. But what Vince and I were thinking about, actually, today could be about significant women in our lives as well. So it might be you've got a group of friends who are really supportive when things are hard and, and when things are easy. They're there for you all the time. Or it could be that you have somebody who's like a mum to you. Now, I've got somebody in Oasis who, when my mum died, became like a mum to me. And I want to honour her today. Um, so today, we're going to talk about, not the chipmunks, even though that was good, but we're going to talk about celebrating family. So when we were talking about family, or when you hear that word family, what comes to mind? So mom, dad, brother, sister, cousins, auntie, uncle, nieces, nephews, grandparents, all of those. But also, like I said, it may be you've got a group of friends who are like your family or somebody who's working in the services in the army or the navy. They don't see their family very often, so that's their family. But today we want to celebrate all of that. So when we, again, hear the word family, we want to look at the characteristics that you might have in your family. So feeling loved and accepted, that's really, really important. Feeling safe, warmth, maybe you give each other hugs. You show kindness and forgiveness and you're shown kindness and forgiveness back. You share fun and laughter, but you also share tears and sadness. You have respect for each other. Shared interests, values and beliefs. You communicate with each other. And you're honest with each other. Now, Vince and I recognise that for some, hearing the word family can be painful and difficult, like Mother's Day can be. You may not have experienced all of those or any of those characteristics that we've looked at, which make family special. So you could have bad memories of childhood, and so it makes today, when we are celebrating family, makes it difficult for you. But we've got some good news. Family is not just biological. Now, Vince and I, and lots of people here, are part of a much wider family where you can experience all of those things that we've talked about and more. And that is God's family. And the main characteristic of God's family, which we, Mike alluded to earlier, is love. Morning, everyone. 
So there you go. Hasn't it been a great morning so far? I'm going to continue on that theme of love and celebrating family. And I'm continually amazed in gatherings like this how God brings different things out. And different things that Deb's already said that I might say in the next few moments, you'll say, we've heard that already. I really believe that God put it underlining things to us about love, as we've heard already about family, whatever it is. God is underlining things and wanting us to hear, to hear from him today. So to do this, I want us to look at a verse in the Bible which uses family terms like father and children. And we will explore the invitation that comes from God to be in his family, and also what living in his family looks like. So let me put it like this. The first thing we're going to look at is the family invitation. And secondly, the family likeness. You with me? Yes. You with me? I'm an, intera- I'm an interactive kind of person, so I like, I like. Thank you. Not, not that I need, you know, not that I'm insecure, but it's just good. So turn with me if you've got your Bibles with you, or it will come up on the screen, or your phones, or I'm still getting used to technology myself, so, but I do like the paper. 1 John 3, verse 1, it says this, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what We are. When you read this verse, you get the sense that the writer is full of appreciation of God's love and also of being part of his family. But for us to walk in the writer's shoes, we need to go back to the beginning of the letter that I'm alluding to here. So in a moment, I'm going to read from 1 John verse one. But I want to make reference to something that will come up on the sli- a couple of the slides, and for the benefit of those listening online, I'm sorry you can't actually see this, but there is a reference CF, or a, yeah, an abbreviation CF, and that's all I'm going to say. There's an abbreviation CF. You may or may not know what that is, but I'm actually going to tease you all and leave it at that, <laughs> just to encourage conversation. Not now because we're going to be listening for a bit, aren't we? But maybe later, maybe something that we want to Google or whatever. I'm just being naughty. The reason why I've mentioned that is because, as part of preparing, I learned something. Just wanted to share it. But not in the way that you'd expect. Okay, 1 John, chapter 1. So what am I saying? I'm saying that I want us to, to get a sense of, of where, what the writer was saying, what, what was actually gripping him, why he says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. So we're starting at the beginning, and it says this, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. And he goes on in verse 3. We proclaim to you that we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. I want to zoom in on one word in this moment and it's that word fellowship. Fellowship. In the Greek, 
let me get the, the, the word right, koinonia. And it means partnership, sharing, social interaction, communication. John is excited about the family relationship he is part of. The family of father, son, and spirit who created the universe. And he wants us to become part of this family, the family of God. You see, God is God, and yet he is three designated persons, Father, Son, and Spirit. And he wants us to be part of that family. Are you with me? As we've just read, John writes, we proclaim to you that we ha- what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. That word us, I believe, is referring to fellow brothers and sisters, those that are of part of the family of God. In fact, that would make sense because he goes on to talk about fellowship in respect of father and son. So what have we been invited to then in 1 John 3 and verse 1? Well, it's John's overflow of celebration at being part of God's family with Father, Son, and Spirit. So let's go back to 1 John 3 and verse 1. And it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. That is what we are. That word see, another word that we could possibly use is consider. Be aware, understand. And it would seem to me that that the writer is not wanting us to gloss over these words. He's wanting us to consider them. What is there to consider? To consider God. To consider the eternal one, the creator of the universe. To consider Father, God, as giver, as loving, and as lavish. That word lavish is, as you'll see from the slide, to bestow something in a generous, extravagant, incalculable, unsparing quantity. Just think about that. God has lavished his love on humanity, on each and every one of us in this room. By sending his one and only son to die, he has demonstrated his love towards us. Humanity would rather turn its back on God. Humanity would rather do its own thing and pursue sin. But the cross where Jesus died, we see there that God is with his arms open as an invitation to us to become part of his family. How are we doing? Let's go on to family likeness. As we become part of his family, we do take on his likeness. And it says here, doesn't it, that we should be called children of God. That is what you are. When I was younger, I was rather uncomfortable with my middle name. I didn't like it. And part of the reason why I didn't like my middle name is because my peers, my young peers, did got it wrong many, on many occasions. In fact, I found it really hard spelling it. I haven't got a slide for this, but when I tell you the name in a moment, you'll understand why I had difficulty writing it, let alone my peers having trouble spelling it. 
But what made the difference for me is once I found out what the name meant, I really got hold of it and said I could really identify with it. Now, I know that that's not the case for all names, but for me, that really helped me. It's the name Theophilus. I'll say it again, and yes, that's exactly how it was at at school. I'd say Theophilus, and they'd laugh at me. Theophilus, and it means friend of God. The moment I knew that, I says, I'm going to own that. That's my name. I'm Theophilus. And in the same way, this is what John is expressing to us, that we should be called children of God. That is what we are. A picture is coming up now. If I can keep my emotions at bay. On your left, see, I've got, I've got to, I don't know my left from my right. On your left is a picture of our children, and on the right is a picture of our grandchildren. And um, I'm pleased to say, I didn't know this, but, but uh, all the grandchildren are here today. Not all the children, but my eldest, our eldest daughter is. So it's, it's a real privilege to have some of them in the room. So you look at this picture and you see three beautiful children, even if I say so myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you look at the girls and you see their wonderful beauty. And of course, when you look at at Deb, you say, I can understand that, you know. (laughs) You look at the young man in the the middle and and you think, what a handsome figure. (laughs) What a physique. (laughs) Athletic. And of course, surely you're going to say, like father, like, (laughs) no? (laughs) Absolutely. Like father, like son. And we do. We look look at people and we we say that they're the splitting image of. Jesus came in the image or the likeness of his father. And what is our heavenly father like? Jesus, love, what does it say in the Bible? God is love. Do you know something? Jesus identifies with us as being in family with him. This is what Matthew 12, 49 and 50 says. Pointing to his disciple, Jesus said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. We're family. Don't know what you think about that. (laughs) We're brothers and sisters. In fact, in some church contexts, in some church contexts, Deb will be known as Sister Deb. And I'll be known as Brother Vince. Just call me Vince. In fact, I'll respond to anything so... As I've already said, Jesus identifies with us as being in family with him. So what did a day in the life of Jesus look like as the one who came in the image of the Father demonstrating his love? My observation is this. That daily 
He talked with his father. He had fellowship, as we mentioned earlier. He would spend time with people. It might be the crowds. It might be the religious leaders. It might be a tax collector. It might be people in the forces. It might be people of questionable reputations. But he also loved, as we heard earlier, spending time with children. He also healed the sick. With these actions, he was demonstrating warmth, kindness, relationship, forgiveness, and love. And many of the, the characteristics that, jo- that, that Deb referred to earlier. We get to do the same. That's part of our family likeness. Jesus said this, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Now there are a number of places in the Bible that we, we could look and we could see uh, reference to, to references to one another. Like Romans, where it talks about being devoted to one another. Or James, where it's, it talks about praying for one another. Or Ephesians, where it talks about forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven you. We could also go to Corinthians. And I'm not sure if you've been to any wedding services, but many wedding services makes reference to this. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, where it says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, and so on, and so on, and so on. We can look in all of those, these places, and you're welcome to do that in your own time. But what Deb and I wanted to do this morning was to, to share some practical examples of being in family, being in family, in the family of God, and being in a family that is motivated by unconditional love. So there's going to going to come up um, sort of different ways of demonstrating love to family, the wider family, God's family. And it may be this week, as you think about that, some of the things that we could do um, to show that we're family. So first of all, talk to our Heavenly Father, just like you would your dad. Talk to your father. Phone or text someone, tell them you're thinking about them. Go with someone to an appointment. Maybe they've got an appointment that they're a bit nervous about going to. Offer to go with them. Cook someone a meal or invite them round. I love that bit. Um, And share a meal together. We've been to some lovely houses where they've cooked lovely meals. It's great. And you're always welcome to come to ours. Um, Take flowers. Give somebody a hug. If you don't like giving hugs, just give them a smile. Vince is well known for his smiles. All our neighbours, when they see Vince, it makes them smile. Um, Pray with someone. So by living life in these practical ways, we are demonstrating love for each other on a daily basis. Now it's important to know that actually this family, God's family, is not exclusive and it's open to everyone. We're being family together. We're children of God. So, Yes, that is what we are. Children of God. And I'll just make that point again. That 
God's family is not exclusive. It is inclusive. And that's been spelt out by the cross. Jesus is opening arms to us, welcoming us, inviting us into his family. But maybe you're exploring Christian faith. You're here for the first time or you've been here on a number of occasions. You're still working things out. And in hearing about God's family, it's something that you're wanting to explore a bit more. Well, we'd love to speak to you when we finish. Also, if you're here with, with friends and, it's, and, and they're followers of Jesus, maybe you want to talk to them more. Or you might want to talk to them about the CF reference that I referred to. Maybe you are a follower of Jesus. And having heard all you've heard this morning, you're not quite connecting with being a child of God. That is what you are. Maybe that's not your connection. Maybe there is some difficulty there. It'd be great to spend some time and for us to talk that through together and to get opportunity to pray together as there will be others being prayed for right at the end of the meeting. But what we want to do to leave you with this morning is to say this. God's family is open to all and that's something worth celebrating. Why don't we stand up together? Good to respond by singing together, and we're going to do that in just a moment. Perhaps where you are, you might just want to close your eyes, though. So much in that fantastic talk from both Vince and Deb for us to ponder and to consider, to see, to see, consider, take hold of, gaze upon, behold the love that the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. You know, the word of God is performative. It creates what it commands. In the beginning, God spoke and everything came into being. Jesus is the word of the Father. He has been spoken out to us that we might behold and realize that what he says is true, that in Christ, through faith in him, simple trust, we are children of God, dearly loved, dearly loved. However you feel this morning, that the Lord speaks this word over you, that you might believe and know yourself to be his and he to be yours. And so we're going to sing in response to that. And Heavenly Father, I pray as we do that you, by the power of your spirit, would again open eyes to see Jesus and to trust this word that you've spoken to us, that the invitation is for us to know and behold and see your love that's in Christ, by which we are children of God. Amen.